Welcome to Five Element Alchemy Podcast, nature's ancient wisdom for evolving and awakening your inner sage. I'm your host, Pauline Kehoe. Let's get started. It's Pauline. I'm super happy to be with you today. I want to talk about the five elements. What are they? Where do they come from? How come you don't really know about them and how it relates to you and things of this nature? So the five elements are in nature. They're the five seasons. And we typically hear about four seasons, but there is um, there are actually five seasons. So it's wood, which is springtime, fire, which is summer, earth element, which is between summer and fall. Fall is the metal element and wintertime is the water element, okay? So these all make up mother nature and you can witness the seasons outside of you all the time. Like right now, for example, when I'm recording this, we have just entered fall and the leaves haven't started um, to yet fall from the trees, but the fall colors are starting to come in, which are so pretty, okay? So the five elements are within you and outside of you. So the five elements are on all levels of your body, mind, emotion, and spirit. So literally, the five elements, what's so cool about them is that they're talking to you all the time. The goal is to stay in balance and harmony. And so the thing is, is in our culture today, globally, it doesn't matter where you were born, how you grew up, if you, um, uh, religion, your family dynamics, your education, all these things affect how you are and how you grew up. And you can consider that conditioning of our, of your environment. But what's so beautiful, beautiful about the five elements is that it's purely based on that you are a pure being, spirit being within a human body here to have an experience. So you are not your symptom. It doesn't define who you are. You are this, you know, so I really want to impress that upon you. So in the five elements, we don't diagnose what's wrong with you. We diagnose based on the ability to see what's happening in your life and then truly where you stand. Because where you stand, let's say, in the five elements is your perspective and how you see. Now, this is dynamic. The thing that to know about the five elements and everything. And you've probably seen the yin yang symbol and it's a beautiful one dimensional symbol symbol on paper, but it's dynamism at every moment uh, forever there. It's, it's not set. So somewhere, um, even if things feel like they're out of balance, like chaos is organized, right? So yin and yang is balanced, but it's dynamic in every moment. Okay. So like one moment is different than the next. And also hopefully, and well, thank goodness, we don't have to be conscious of our blood being created in our body. There's certain things that happen through this dynamism that we don't need to be in touch with all of the time. So the thing for you is that how do the five elements relate to you and why don't you know about them? Okay, so I consider this a language, an ancient language that has been suppressed. It's some, for some reason it's been hidden. And the only way to really learn about it is to go get a master in five element acupuncture, which I have. And I, I got that in 2005 and I 
quit my first career and went to acupuncture school in 2002. So it's been a really long time that I have been doing this and it changed my life. It helped me understand who I am, gave me so much perspective and wisdom, not only for myself, but but it's a way that I can witness and have a lot more compassion regarding what's happening in the world today or other people that are around you and, and things of this nature. Okay, so for those of you on the podcast, I am, I am also recording this on a video, which you're welcome to go to and watch. Uh, it's Pauline, you can go to paulinekehoe.live. And this image is also on my uh, website under the academy uh, menu. But this is, these are the five elements. So this is just a nice little graphic to look at. And wood creates fire, fire creates earth, earth creates metal, metal creates water, and water creates wood. So that's the creation cycle found in nature. And then there's a control cycle found in nature where fire controls metal. And you know, if you wanted to like, let's say, create jewelry, you would have to soften the metal. Or if you were going to create an ax, you would have to soften the metal and then sharpen it, okay? So fire creates, uh, controls metal, metal controls wood, wood controls earth, earth controls water, and water controls fire, okay? So that's, that's all um, pretty obvious. Think about like cutting down a tree with an ax, that's metal controlling wood. Or like um, if you're putting out a fire, water controls fire. And then, and then when you think about earth controlling water, it's that the earth creates the valleys. And when water runs downhill, it forms and fills in the valleys of the earth. Okay. So it's also body, mind, emotion, and then spirit. So this is found in nature, but it's very prevalent within you. So I'm going to go through the elements right now so that you can begin to identify what may be happening for you or just to learn a little bit about what's happening with the five elements. Okay, so the wood element is springtime. This is the gallbladder and the liver, literally in your body. Okay, so the, the wood element is springtime and what's happening in spring? The, we've just come out of winter time and the plants are starting to poke out of the ground. And even if they're like buried six feet under, they're like begin to poke up out of the ground. So this is the birthing process. And if you were a chicken in an egg, a little baby um, chick, you have to fight your way out of the egg, right? So there's a certain anger and momentum and forward movement that you need to have. If you don't have the strength to fight your way out of the egg, then you don't survive. And just think about the butterfly with a cocoon. They've done studies where if they help the butterfly and let and cut them out of the cocoon, they don't, it doesn't work because there's something about the process of the struggle to actually create the butterfly and the ability for the wings to work and all these other things. So it's the anger, I think anger, a forward movement. Think of flatline winds, that's when it's super windy in the springtime. And just also too, if you are in a place where there's winter time, even in Florida, there's winter time, there's a shift in the air right from winter to spring and there's this like excitement and this forward movement that's happening things of things like this so the liver owns the eyes so if you have anything going on with your eyes that's the liver and the liver is the mother of the blood now if you were thinking i always bring up king arthur and queen elizabeth when i'm talking about the heart 
So, so they're the heart and the liver is the general of the army. Okay. That's what the liver is. It's about hope and vision. Like eyes, which way are you going? What do you want to be when you grow up? The vision of the liver that think general, but the thing is with the generals, the general is never king. Mm -mm. General always wants to be king, but is never the king. Okay, so consider that when you get in. And if you think of the five elements as characters, it makes it a little easier, okay? So the liver is also the mother of the blood. And the blood is super important because if you're deficient in blood, um, then what happens is it can create more wind in your body. And if you think about like pipes, like your veins are pipes and you're deficient in blood, there's more room for wind to flow through the pipes, okay? And so wind can cause, wind can be sudden and shift directions immediately and then be gone. So if you have any people in your life that are very wood, and remember we have all of these, all of these are within you, but you know, we have our strengths and weaknesses and they can be in the same element. But the key is, is somebody can get really angry and then it's over because the wind shifted for them and they, they don't even remember that there was something that they exploded about. And even if they exploded to you and you're still wounded and hurt about it, it's over for them. Okay, so there's this boom, this movement or this energy and it's anger or it's a lack of anger. So if you are protecting your property, let's say, um, or if somebody's standing in your, on your toe in a crowded space, are you going to let them stay on your toe? Are you going to wait until, even if it really hurts, are you going to wait until they figure out that they're standing on your toe? Or are you going to push them off? Are you going to push them off your land? Are you going to say, this is, this is, these are my boundaries, things of this. So all anger is not inappropriate. It can be very appropriate. And the wood element is the judge. So it's about right and wrong. And that's very different than certain things like what uh, I'll talk about next is sorting, but right and wrong is the judge. Okay. And so the judge can be in alignment or out of alignment. If you're a very judgmental person, what's that about? You need to like check in with your wood element. So the gallbladder is the decision maker and planner, the liver saying, okay, we're going to go this direction. And, and now it's passed over to its partner in the wood element is the gallbladder. And the gallbladder is all about planning, list making, scheduling, making things happen. So a lot of people, you know, who have their gallbladders out, of course, my first question is, are you a list maker? Do you have issues scheduling your day? you know, things of this and, and the gallbladder can get very mind. All of the wood element can get very mind oriented, but I really feel like that's more in the gallbladder channel. Of course, the gallbladder channel. Um, oh, and I didn't talk about the meridian. So I'll talk about that in a second, but the gallbladder um, channel runs through the head and it crisscrosses the head. And a lot of the times that's the meridian where a lot of people are having migraines. Okay. It's also in charge of the sides of the body and the tendons and the ligaments. So, um, so let me just step back for one second. So in um, the creation and the control cycle of the five elements, uh, that's two ways that chi, Q-I, chi flows. And that is pure life force energy. Everything has, you know, this plant right here has, you know, plant or tree is pure life force energy. But it also flows like rivers and streams throughout your entire body. And that's what the meridians are. So if you're having, like, if you're, 
if your toe on your left foot goes numb, the one right next to your pinky toe, that's the gallbladder channel. Okay. So it's like, if you knew enough to understand what's happening for yourself, you could be like, okay, that's my gallbladder. What am I having um, issues right now with decision-making and planning? Like I have a friend who just let me know that she broke her foot. And my first question was, or my only question was, are you having fear about moving forward? And she's like, oh my gosh, yes. So the fear comes in because that's in the water element. The bones are part of the water element and moving forward. So anytime you have something stopping your movement forward, it's like what's happening with the liver or the wood element. Do you have a lot of decisions that you need to be making and you're just ramming your head against the wall? Okay. So think of the wood element for all of those things. All right, so let's go to the fire element. The fire element, you could have like two fire elements, but we smush them together. So there's, you know, it's shown as one, but this is the, on the left side of fire, like let's say the left circle, it's the, the heart and the small intestine and the right side of fire is what's called the heart protector and the triple heater, okay? Those are the only two that aren't actual organs in your body. And I'll talk about that in a minute. So the left side of fire is the heart and the small intestine. And it's, and the, the left side is about control and order imbalanced control. So like if you lived in the times of Queen, Queen Arthur and King Elizabeth, and I always think of them, um, it's like you want your king and queen to be really nice. You want them to understand what's happening. You want there to be order in your community. So it's about being aware, present, and conscious on all levels of the body, mind, emotion, and spirit. That's your heart's job for you, okay? And then the partner to the heart is the small intestine. And the small intestine, imagine... Imagine the small intestine whispering in the ear of the king or the queen. Now, if you're the queen, there's no one above you. Like if you're Queen Elizabeth, that's it. You're in charge. Okay. So the small intestine is, is the advisor to the king and, and the heart is consciousness. The small intestine is the subconscious. Its job is to bring consciousness to the king. So things that the small intestine may know and may be hidden away in the small intestine, it needs to know when it needs to bring it to the consciousness of the king. Because the heart, when it, when, you know, if your heart stops beating, you're, you die, right? There's certain things that are super important for you to survive. And so in a lot of ways, and in one concept, you can think that all the elements serve the heart. You know, when you, and when you're thinking about things like this, like uh, what I mean is Queen Elizabeth and King Arthur. It's like, that makes sense. Okay. So the small intestine is the sorter. It sorts pure from impure. And you want your sorter to store the pure, the nutrients, and let go of the impures, the purities, and the toxins. And when your small intestine is letting things go, it goes directly from the small intestine to the large intestine. And I always say the colon, so whatever, however you want to think about it, and you evacuate it out of your body. But the key is, is that if your small intestine is not sorting pure from impure, and it's storing your toxins and letting go of nutrients, there's a problem. <laughs> you know, Hello, Houston, we got a problem. You don't want that. 
So a lot of things that happen when you think of like opening the refrigerator and you're looking for condiments and you just don't, you're looking for, I don't know, pickles and you don't, or um, ketchup or mustard and you don't see them, you just see condiments. Your small intestine isn't functioning because it's sorting. It's saying mustard, ketchup, right, left. I'm going this way or I'm going that way, or this is good or bad, things like this, okay? So um, one of the things that's very common diagnosis nowadays, they, they labeled it and gave it a name is ADD and ADHD. And that's the small intestine. If you go and you listen, or if you have these ADD or ADHD, all of the symptoms of the small intestine in the five elements are directly related to ADD and ADHD in that diagnosis because it's get, your, your digestion is gonna have issues and certain things like this. So, and it also the exit point of the small intestine is right at the jaw. If you open your mouth and you put your finger right near where your ear is, like just above your earlobe, you can feel this space that opens. And that is the small intestine exit point. So one of the things that's super important to know that is if you're trying to make a decision, it's impossible if the small intestine is not functioning. So the small intestine, you can't make a decision because you need two. You need to say left or right. So you're deciding between left and right. And if you don't see the fork in the road, then the decision is stay where I am or turn back and go the other way. Like you have to be able to witness that there's a choice and that's the separation and that's the sorting. Is this a, a good way to go or is this not a good way to go? Things like this. So a lot of people who have issues with making decision with, which is the gallbladder, if you think about going to a restaurant and it's got like this enormous giant menu, a lot of times people who have gallbladder issues have a hard time deciding what they want to eat because it's just too much. The choices are too great. So always help out your friend who has trouble with this and ask them some questions and see if you can help them sort through the menu. Okay, it's incredibly helpful. But if you need to make a decision and you're ramming your hand against the wall, it's likely the small intestine versus the gallbladder. Okay, because sometimes there's a choice that maybe you don't see. All right, and so that's another aspect of the small intestine. Now, a lot of the world is, has got, there's too much noise in the world. There's, you know, people have their TVs on and the radio on and there's a conversation and just a million things happening and that can happen in restaurants too where it's like maybe hard to have a conversation if there's like 20 plasma screen TVs and the, you know the, the music's playing and somebody's sitting next to you your small intestine gets involved in hearing now it's not in in charge of the actually the actual ability to hear it's in charge of hearing and your small intestine needs to be able to sort what's important for me to listen to right now. So I have this thing and I call it bar hearing because if you want to talk to me and we're in a loud place, I won't hear you. I'm like rendered deaf. It took me the longest time. Well, it took me going to acupuncture school, you know, over 20 years ago to five elements to figure out what's happening because um, I have a thyroid disease and that's in another element, but it's the small intestine is involved with that. And so it's like, I cannot focus 
if there's too many things, if there's too many choices on what to focus on, my small intestine just shuts down and I have to pretend like I'm hearing somebody or laughing. So the thing is for me personally, it's like, if you want to talk to me and, and have a deep conversation and connect, it needs to be in a quiet space. And that also includes spaces without high echoes. Okay, so, but I have amazing hearing. It's perfect hearing. So if you are like that, that's what it is. So I recommend turning your TV off. If you're not watching it, turn it off. If you're not listening to your radio, turn it off. Some people are like, oh, I need a little, you know, white noise to focus. No, you don't. I, you know, you may think you do, but it's likely that you don't. It's likely that as you become accustomed to not having other things going on to disrupt your small intestine or to draw its attention away, um, you'll likely notice that you can take things in better because a small intestine is involved in the digestive process. It's sorting pure from impure. But most of the digestive pressure, digestion process is over in the earth element, and we'll get there in a second. Okay. So the right side of fire, because you remember we have two sides of fire. The left side is about order and control, super important. It's the heart. And the right side of fire is trust. Now, it's the heart protector, protector and the triple heater. And the heart protector is the pericardium that's literally around the heart to protect it. It's a, it's a muscle. And when you think about relationships or people um, that you want to protect yourself from, um, the pericardium gets it involved there. And then the triple heater has to do, it's the invisible waterway and plumbing it has to do with harmony in your body and outside in your life. Okay. So let's talk about the right side of fire and trust. I always talk about Forrest Gump right now because Forrest Gump sat on a, a bus bench and told a stranger everything about his life. So there's no issues with trust there. It was more like Frogger. It's, it's that there was no protection whatsoever. All the doors and windows were totally open and there was a sharing happening where a lot of people have been hurt, you know, hurt by events of, you know, experiences with other people. So this is very much about other people and trust, okay? Because it's about protecting the heart. And they might, their pericardium might be closed where they don't trust anyone, no way, no how, not happening, okay? So you may see friends like rings. So you have your inner circle, which is like really inner circle. Like those people know everything that's happening for you. They might be closer to you than your family. And then you have your family, let's say an extended family or friends or you know, different communities that you're involved with. And there's a relationship to like how you, um, how you relate to people, right? And, and what you share or what you don't share about yourself. And there's an appropriateness to the pericardium because you can't, you know, if you think about going from uh, fall to winter, you want your windows and doors to be able to open and close appropriately. Because if suddenly a cold front comes in and the temperature is really low, you want to be able to close your windows to protect yourself, okay? And it's the same thing with the pericardium of your heart. Now, the triple heater is about harmony. And so when you get into the invisible waterways and plumbing of your body, there's what's called three jow. And, there, and so it's like your upper to torso, which includes your hands, 
So in Chinese medicine, your hands are above your head and everything from your torso up, that's the upper jowl. And then the middle is kind of, you know, like where your stomach is and maybe down to your pelvic bone. And then it's like down from there. Okay. And so, you know, if your stomach's super cold and your hands are really hot, that's, that's inappropriate, right? That's not a lot of harmony that's going on. So your body is meant to be at a certain temperature within. And if it's not at that certain temperature, then your body needs to know to warm up, right? So um, anybody who has like a thyroid disease or something like that, your, your body temperature is typically running a little low and there's certain things that need to happen in your body. There's a reason why there's an optimal temperature for your body, okay? Now let's put it in perspective of a party. The fire element is summertime, which I don't even think I've talked about this yet. It's summertime. It's about love and connection. And it's that candle in the dark room that you, you have, you're focused on. The Shen is actually the spirit of the heart. So it can be that sparkle in somebody's eyes or that thing about them that you can't quite put your finger on, but you, you know, it's great. And it can go all the way from this beautiful experience of an environment, like think about a spa and, you know, a lot of spas have candles lit and it sets the environment and the tone to, you know, like napalm kind of um, blaze that's taking out, you know, areas of a forest, the redwood forest in California, you know, which is terrible. But that's the extreme of fire. All the elements have extremes to them. You know, like the wood element is a nice, light, springy breeze all the way to a flatline wind, which can flatten a ton of trees. Okay, so in the fire element, it's about communication and love. And it's something that people want to achieve. And at the same time, too, you want order in your life. You want to be on your throne with order for yourself. Okay. So this is about truly empowered being not in the marketing sense of this empowerment that got really like, you know, like a glitzy term, but it is about being empowered and to stand in your own heart for yourself, be your own sovereign being. Okay. So when we move into the right side of fire, and this is about trust and more about relationships and things of this nature, it's really easy to talk about the party, the party thrower. Oh my God. The one who's throwing the parties and inviting everybody over. That's a heart protector. Totally. That's so heart protector. But you know what? There's no good party without an excellent host. The host is introducing you. It's making sure there's enough toilet paper, that there's ice in the ice bucket, that, you know, whatever it is that you're drinking, you have it, things of this nature. So in the context of the heart protector and the triple heater, the heart protector is the party thrower and the triple heater is the host. Now, if you were, uh, and then I always talk about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and, and you'll hear this enough from me and maybe, you know, you'll connect with it more and more. And I don't know if that's the exact um, Indiana Jones movie, but it's the one where he's running. And of course, he's always got a pretty girl on his side. They're running down out of this cave and they're running away from this giant ball, this stone ball. And it's chasing after them. And when the ball gets to a certain place, it's either going to slam and close the, this cave space or it's going to shoot out of the cave. One, whatever it is, they're running from it so they're not crushed.
So that's like the triple heater. Like the triple heater is the wall in the Game of Thrones. <laughs> the Game of Thrones is like the giant wall that's protecting them. Winter's coming and the, and the dead people on the other side, there's this giant wall. That's the triple heater. And then the, the territorial wall um, to surround the community um, is let's say the pericardium. And then you get into the palace. Um, there's the, those people who are round and um, more protected where like if the queen walked by them, they wouldn't like, you know, or they might, you know, to get, want to get them and stuff like that. And then there's the throne where you sit, where you have power and control. So, um, so when you think about um, the heart protector and the triple heater, you can think about it in this way of, of trust, protection, consider, you know, the Forrest Gump uh, example that I gave and things of this nature, but it's ultimately about love, uh, being connected to yourself, being connected to others, communication, you know, all of these things. And so the elements want to be in balance and they want you to be in balance. All right. And at a spirit level, it's a, that's a beautiful thing. It's when we get out into our lives, it's like, how have we, our minds or our conditioning gotten involved to create, create scenarios that take us out of balance? All right, so let's go to the earth element. The earth element is the mother on all levels. It's planet earth. It's the ability uh, or the awareness that when you put your foot down, that something's going to be there to support you. Mother earth. It's the stomach and the, and the spleen. And those are the officials of the earth element. So the stomach is about rottening and ripening. And I always talk about, I love Lucy that show um, those specific one where she's like in the thing and they're in the, in the wine barrel and they're smushing the grapes and they're running around and it's, you know, really fun, but that's what the stomach does. It rottens and ripens, but it rottens and ripens every single thing that you see, hear, taste, smell, read, have a conversation about everything. It's not just what you eat, okay? And so it's rottening and ripening it. And it needs to, after it's rotten and ripened, then it's given to the spleen. And the spleen, Western medicine has no idea what the spleen does at all. Chinese medicine, they freak. If someone's like, oh yeah, while we were in there, we took your spleen out, <laughs> you know? So, because the spleen is making chi and that's pure life force energy. And if you don't have your spleen in, don't worry, the body, you know, in a very uh, Chinese medicine and specifically the five elements is also, it's very metaphysical and esoteric. It's like the chi can work without it. Okay. So don't worry about it. But the thing is, is like the spleen, the chi, the the chi that the spleen makes literally holds your organs in place. Have you ever wondered like, why does everything stay where it is in your body? It's because the chi is holding it in place. And you can hear, you've heard maybe about a lot of women who have had a lot of kids or just by the nature or sheer nature of them getting older. That's what they say. They get their uh, sling for their bladder, <laughs> you know? And, um, 
that's spleen, that's like severe spleen chi deficiency. Your energy is low. It's not holding your organs in place. And yeah, there's stuff that you can do about it. One of them is about taking better care of yourself and eating better. And you know, like ultimately there's a lot of things that you can do. And um, there's no quick fix in the five element. Awareness is the quickest fix to help yourself because self-awareness is is deeply connected to transformation. Sometimes you can leapfrog self-awareness and have transformation, and we will applaud that if that happens for you. But if you get self-awareness and you understand what's happening for yourself, the transformation is so radical, and particularly with the five elements, it's just mind-blowing, okay? So that's the benefit of this and, and what you can um, know for yourself. So, um, so the spleen is about transformation on all levels. So if you're overweight, if you're snotty, if you, um, are stuck in victim, victim is very snotty. That's, that's an energy very, very much involved with the earth element. The earth wants to be there to, as the loving mother to support you. Right. And so, um, well, it is, and, but if it, it can get out of balance too, and it goes from be, maybe being overgiving to like wondering why now they're doormat and no one's supporting, you know, them, this can happen, you know, like people love to bake cookies and bring them into work. And then they're the person that you always want to hug or, you know, something like this. And then sometimes they can feel they can be overgiving people who carry this can be overgiving and then wonder why nobody's checking in and, or supporting them. So the thing is, is about being appropriate. You know, it's like, why are you giving, you know, the, the chefs are being a chef is very earth because earth is all about food. It's about eating and actually like eating well so that you can create chi so that you can be healthy. Right. And then the chi spreads around and is involved in everything that's going on in your body. You can't carve out a season and have it stand alone. It's not possible. Even at the beginning of fall, there's still a little bit of earth element, which I'll talk about next, but that's the harvest season. Like the squirrels are hiding things in the ground right now. And then when we get to the end of fall, it's sure feeling a lot like winter. So that, you know, there's a dynamism that's happening through the seasons. Okay. So, uh, so the earth element, if you're studying a lot, like students go for sugar a lot when they're studying and they have exams, it's because the stomach is the short-term memory and it needs to remember and process and rotten and ripen all of these things that you need to study for that exam. So what do you go for? You go for sugar because sugar can be a really fast chi. And, any, and if you're really tired and you're going for sugar, it's because you're really tired that you're going for sugar. So I always recommend if you're exhausted, tired, and depleted, and you need sugar to get through your day, pick the best sugar that you can. You know, like for me, I would pick more dark chocolate, which happens to be the fire element versus milk chocolate, which is very um, earth. Okay, stay away from the sodas or, you know, any garbage sugar, you know, um, to get through, um, you know, like studying for an exam. And then what do you have to do after you study for exam? You need to admit. And it's so interesting that the stomach is the mother of the colon because it's about getting rid of that information and now bringing in a whole bunch more. 
Okay, and uh, so I think that's all I'll say about the earth element. The metal element is the father on all levels. So the earth is a mother, the metal element is the father and the mother creates the father element, okay? And it's the lungs and the colon and then, or the large intestine, however you wanna think about it. But the metal element is the one that's closest to the heavens. So when you think about the father on all levels, it's literally your father in, you know, your bio dad, or um, if you're religious, it's God, it's um, spirituality, it's, it's whatever your belief system is, it, it's, it's that, that is the metal element. So when you're breathing in, what you're doing is you're breathing in heavenly chi, super important. It's about this connection. So there's this searching that can happen for people, which is very lung to search, to want to fill your cup with the, with the connection to the heavens and God. Now you can want to fill your cup with the love, but that's a connection to love and the, and the fire element of the heart, which of course is a beautiful thing, but then it gets involved with the metal element of the lungs and the colon. And it's the fall time. So the metal element is about death and dying because you think about like the leaves falling from the tree. And what do they do when they fall from the tree? They remineralize back into the ground. So the metal element are the minerals. So you can think about, you know, if you're a stone junkie, if you had, this is a giant piece of kyanite, any minerals, any minerals whatsoever is the metal element, okay? So it's also about perfectionism. This is so prevalent in our culture, likely globally. There's this about um, there's this thing about self worth being perfect. Uh, I'm not worthy, you know. And and there's a dynamism within this. So it really is about being perfect enough for the heavens, and or the Father on all levels. And certainly, there are many professions where you want perfectionism. You know, like if you go to a ballet and the ballerina misses a step or falls, everyone can know it and see it. So there's perfectionism involved in that in that position. And you can see a lot of symptoms of the metal element in, um, you know, those type of people or like musicians, you know, everyone's an expert when they're listening to someone play music, whether they have an ear for it or not, suddenly they're an expert and they're like, I think that was a little off. You know what I mean? So there's a way that if you don't hit the note exactly right, everyone knows it. So there's this perfection that's necessary and you want your brain surgeon to be perfect at his job, you know, like you don't want, you know, whoever the brain surgeon is to like nick something else that's going on in your body, right? So it's like, there's this thing. So the lungs and the colon, and you know, there's six meridians that run through your arms and six that run through your leg and they run all over your body, but the lungs and the colon, so the metal element and the fire element run through your arms. And so a lot of people with carpal tunnel, it's really more about the relationship, what's happening in your relationship that can create that sort of situation. I once uh, treated a professional tennis player that really, they thought he had uh, needed a rotator cuff surgery, but he was really having major issues with his dad. And it took the awareness and, you know, a few treatments and he was fine. So a lot of the time, if your thumb, if you're having issues with your thumb, my first question is, did someone recently pass away? Because the metal element starts like um, right below your collarbone, 
um, and uh, and then it runs down your arm to your thumb, and then the colon meridian starts at your index finger and runs up, oddly enough, right to your nose <laughs> is the exit point of the colon meridian. So a lot of times if people have funny stuff going on with their noses, that's always really interesting. That point, the exit point of the colon is called welcome fragrance. The metal element is all about being empty in order to receive heavenly chi. It's also about being empty in order to bring in something new. All the spiritual beings on the planet say, come to me with your cup empty. If your cup is full, there is no room to bring in anything new. Okay. And that's very much what this point is called right at the nose. Welcome fragrance because it's about letting go. So if you're somebody who is tortured by things of the past and you are choosing to torture yourself by things of the past, there's a process of letting go that you need to go through, right? If you shut everything up into a closet, that is, you know, stopping blood and chi from moving. And sometimes it can create things in your body. <laughs> so I always tell everyone, if your garage is too full to get your car into it, you're constipated. We can see it physically and there's something else happening within you and you likely know it. When the papers start all piling up everywhere and it's disorganized, you know, there might be something happening and you can consider wonder, you know, is there grief happening in your life? And at the same time too, if somebody were to pass away, and it could be about like hoarding, which is extreme um, in the colon. It can be about like diarrhea and like letting go of everything. Okay, so you can consider this. And it's usually in the fall and the spring that people are cleaning things. They're cleaning their houses, their closets, and they're letting go. So there's room for more, for newness. And then the processes of letting go to bring in new and moving forward. It's very much the energy of the metal element to the wood element, whether you're in fall or spring, it always happens then it's so prevalent. And I want to mention the Marie Kondo book about, you know, cleaning your space. It's all about, that's all about the metal element. It's taking everything in your closet out and then sorting. So you need your small intestine functioning to be able to sort. I recently had a friend who asked me, she was having trouble sorting her kitchen and or figuring out what to do with stuff. I was like, oh, that's the sorter, you know, because you can't decide where things are going to go until you can sort. So the sorter, the small intestine in the in the fire element, it is like saying this goes here and this goes here. You need to be able to separate, separate it to make a decision. And um so think small intestine flows into the large intestine and the large intestine also is where, you know, you're absorbing most of the water back into your body. Okay. A lot of people don't realize how important that is. That's where you're rehydrating your body. But anyway, I was talking about Marie Kondo. So think about it. You're sorting through all your stuff. You're deciding, okay, I'm going to give this away. This is stuff that I really value. So value and respect is in the metal element. So you're deciding, and, and that's why it's so hard to get rid of some things because it's like, oh, I just love these pair of jeans. I can't wear fit into them right now, but I really, I just love them and I don't want to get rid of them. It's because you see the value 
and how you're going to feel when you can wear them again. So it's really hard to let them go. Okay. So there's a, there's a separation that needs to happen. And then from all the things that you save, you roll your socks up into little sushi. And that's like giving respect and value to your socks. It's all the middle element. So consider what it looks like in the rest of your life. Now, the anger in the metal element, yes, there's anger in all the in all of the elements, and I'll go back and I'll talk to, talk about um, them right now. So the wood is, it's the anger of the birthing process and the movement forward, okay? It can't be someone shouting, but it can be very much like a flatline wind that's just rustling the leaves and going through. The anger in the fire element is very much like, I want you to hurt as bad as I do. <laughs> as much as you made me hurt or as just as bad as I do. That's, that's what I want for you. The earth element anger is that you're not, it's like being run over by a giant land mover. That's like flattening the road that, you know, it's those big giant drums that's flattening the asphalt, you know, and you're like, ah, you're there lying in the road. It's, it's this anger. That's kind of like, I baked you a pie and I hope you choke on it. Like you may not really know that that an earth element is mad at you until you're flattened or they baked you a pie and they're hoping that you choke on it. You know, it's like that. The metal element, you know, you're well, you're you can be beheaded before you know it. So think sword skills very cutting. Think you are no longer in my life. You're out. I do not see or witness you anymore. I can be very metal. Okay. Very cutting. And it could be that someone's taking your shit for as long as they can. And now you're out, <laughs> you know, so always pay attention to your own language, your emotions and other people's also, because it might give you a lot of clues as to what's happening. Um, Oh, tattooing is very metal because the skin is the third lung. It's literally the largest organ of the body. And people who get tattooed are not typically people that just go into a tattoo parlor drunk. In fact, I don't, I don't even know if tattoo parlors let you go in. I mean, I don't think it's that common where you have to schedule and plan on the artwork. It's very artistic. There's usually something incredibly thoughtful that's tattooed. It has meaning and value. There's a respect. There's a reminder there. It's typically incredibly spiritual. It might be, you know, sometimes people have a tattooed on their, on their body, people that have passed away, you know, things of this nature. Um, so that's all in the metal element. And also to the heightened time um, for the metal element to function is between 3 and 7 a.m. And it's typically around 5 a.m. that people are waking to meditate globally. Okay, because somewhere in the world, someone it's five o'clock and people are meditating. So, so it's like a constant during 24 seven on the planet. So if that's something that is exciting to you, really consider that there's somebody always meditating in or praying, or there's a spiritual aspect and component to um, breathing, which we're all, all doing too. All right, so let's go into the water element. So We've done wood, fire, earth, metal, water. Okay, so the water element is winter time. It's fear. The flip side of fear is wisdom. Okay, so it's the wisdom of the bones. 
And it's the kidneys and the bladder. And I feel like this element is the most blown out. And I will tell you why that is. It's because energy is here in the water element. So people are pushing through being exhausted, exhausted, tired, exhausted, tired, and depleted. If you push through it, what are you doing? You're utilizing your resources. And your resources are in your water element. Your resources, your, your adrenaline is meant if the tiger's chasing you, that you recognize that you should have fear <laughs> that the tiger might want to eat you and that you have the energy to run and to like jump up into the tree or hold on to the side of the cliff so that you can survive. So the water element is about survival. It's the bones, the teeth, and the hair. Now, the issue today in our culture is that sometimes survival and pushing through being exhausted is going to the store for an, because you're out of orange juice. It's completely inappropriate. And on one level, there is a genetic amount of energy that you have for your life. It's called Jing. And when it's gone, you're gone. Okay, so if you could actually stand back and look at your entire life and witness how much Jing you have for your life, it's like it's likely that you would have more wisdom about the decisions that you're making and how you're spending your energy. Okay, now you can replenish your Jing very slowly over time. And what's really helpful is eating well because the way that you eat creates the chi that you want to use throughout the day. So breakfast is the most important meal of your day. Even if you're doing intermittent fasting, it's like whatever your first meal is. But, you know, if you're eating in alignment with that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, it's because the heightened time for the stomach and the spleen to function is between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. Okay. So specifically the stomach is seven and 9 p.m., all right? And so it's like what you're using, the energy that you're using, if you're eating at that time, is, the, is your tank of gas for the day. And it's only when you're on empty do you dip into your resources. And in our world today, people are dipping into their resources way too much, okay? So the kidneys are the ability to hear. It's actually the ability of the ears to hear. And it's your bones, your teeth, your hair. As I said, it's the depth of the ocean that's so black that you don't know what tomorrow is bringing. You know, it's that kind of fear. It's that, it's the, it's that depth. But the flip side of it is wisdom. It's through the wisdom of the ages that you have within yourself that you can tap into and connect in and know what to do for yourself. Okay. And then the bladder is the container. Now people don't understand the bladder and are really not very nice to it. And, and you, so you want to be nicer to your bladder. Water is life. It's like our bodies are like 80% water. But the bladder is a container. And so my analogy for this a lot of the time is, is that if, if you're, consider an iced tea glass, like a really nice fancy antique iced tea glass that's tall and slender with like maybe a little glass stir stick and it's a broken glass. And what happens when glass breaks and it's full of water, the water will extend as far as it can so that the molecules are evenly dispersed, right? It's gonna spread across your counter. It's gonna roll off your counter and spread across your floor. So it's gonna spread out. And if you think about your life, 
and you living your life with, with a broken iced tea glass, it's like, what does that mean? It means there's a giant puddle of all reaction and no depth. All reaction. So if somebody throws a little pebble, it's like, whoosh, there's a splash here, there's a splash there. You know, it's really shallow, So, but it's splashing, splash, splash, splash. And so what happens is, is that people in their lives can run around and all they're doing is reacting. It's putting out a million fires, but there's no depth. And then that creates this exhaustion. It's like um, the stockbroker people that just like go crazy and retire at 35 as millionaires, but die at 36. It's like you've expended all of your energy and there's nothing left, even though that you had great intention. So it's about being appropriate. And the thing that's so crazy is that the heightened time for the, for the water element to function is between three and 7 p.m., which is when most people are exhausted. And because the water element is winter time, it's about hibernation. It's about storing your resources. So the Europeans have it right. When they close all their stores in the afternoon and rest siesta, you know, it is about taking the break and then, you know, seven o'clock hits and it's party time to eat or whatever else it is. But if that's not the time to have a coffee or an energy drink or anything like that. It's like that is a time where your energy is going to be lower because it is about storing your resources. It's about recouping and regenerating and things of this. Maybe take a little cat nap, you'll, you know, 20 minutes and, you know, it's amazing how much better that you'll feel. Okay, so the bladder is, think about this giant puddle, and it's the container on all levels. It literally is the longest meridian in your body, and it starts right, um, right at your eyes, runs through your head and back twice, goes down the back of your leg and out your pinky toe, so think sciatica. <laughs> Not likely not drinking enough water. Uh, usually with sciatica, there's a hard time moving forward. So I, I would wonder, like, also the same with breaking your foot, like what's happening to keep you from moving forward. But definitely water gets involved. And the only point on, on the bottom of the foot is a kidney point. And it's called bubbling spring. And it's about that connection. It's like, you know, those pure springs all over the world where it's pure water coming up from the ground and it can come into your body that pure bubbling spring that's that resource that's there for you okay so that's what's happening in the water element and certainly um the times uh it's uh october 17th 2021 energetically the entire world has been in the water element for almost it's two years and three quarters of a year we're, we're about to end our third year of the water element so each year is one of the elements, one of the four elements. We don't count earth um, as a season in the, in the um, calendar, but um, they show up in the calendar. So right now we're actually in the earth element of winter time and it's called the ox, okay? But it's, it's so we have a yin year, yin uh, year, let's say water year. We have a yang water year, we have an earth water year and we're in the earth right now. So um, September, I mean, uh, February 6th, which is the Chinese new year, we'll move into the wood element for three years. So whenever you hear this is when you hear it. Okay. 
So the big picture is, is that what's happening for everybody in their lives, that's so important to understand and really um, my focus in helping everyone is that usually you're very clear about what you don't like about what's happening in your life or what you don't like about yourself. You know, there's something that's happening, but if you're focused on all these things, which are symptoms, we call that chasing the tail of the dog. And you could have, let's say, a thousand things happening in your life, but they can only drop into one of the five elements. And if you understand that the elements are body, mind, emotion, and spirit, and that these thousand things can only drop there, you can't poke a hole in the five elements. It's the five elements, okay? So imagine 200 of the things that you're focused on working on have to do with the metal element. Like let's separate it by five. There's 200 things in your life that are all related to the metal element. And if you're trying to solve each one, what happens is, is that you're creating solutions for symptoms, but you're never actually diving into the source. You're never going to the root. And there's a lot of things that are out there that people are creating for people that resolve symptoms but it's not getting to the root, okay? Like I have a friend who is like, oh, it's what's really right, uh, popular right now is uh, trauma. There's a lot of trauma workshops. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's great. But trauma where? Trauma in what element? You know, like where did it come from? What are the symptoms related to it? So everything that's happening for you is stemming from a spirit level of the elements and the organs, and it's sending the message out. By the time you feel it and you're having pain in your body, it's already begun to try and talk to you, you know, and, and you didn't listen or you didn't, you don't know the language. So the thing is, is like, I don't really understand why the language has been buried, but my goal is to bring it back to humanity. Like I, you don't, I'm, I don't think that you need to come to me as a practitioner to learn this. I really feel like this is something everyone should know. Now I'm not teaching people how to, if you want to get a master's, go get a master's and you're welcome to connect with me and I'll, you know, I can help you figure out like where I went to school and, you know, where, you know, if you want to go to school and stuff like that, but, um, you know, there's, there's opportunities that you can have and you can go check them out on my website. I just did launch an academy and I am doing uh, what's called alchemical lightning because I treat long distance. You don't have to come for acupuncture. So many people stay away from the five elements because they, one, they never heard about it. And two, they're scared of a needle, but you don't, you don't need to have a needle to have the self-awareness and the transformation and the healing. Okay. So that's the key. And so there's these sessions that I'm doing right now on clubhouse. I did, I was going to do them a different way, but now they're free. You can come to clubhouse um, Saturdays at 11 AM. Now, granted, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, so you can go and make sure, you know, you can join. There's a five element alchemy club that you can join and you'll see what's going on there. And um, that's a collective healing where you can come. And then I just see what's happening with people collectively. And then you can receive, and then you can do long distance and stuff like that. And then of course there's an academy that I launched and it is a, it's a self discovery and a self-awareness journey. If you're somebody who wants to know what's happening for you, it's the best place to be because that's what it's all about. And there's a journal that comes along. It's more of a workbook 
and things like this. So the thing is, is that the five elements are talking to you and all the time, you just don't understand the language. So imagine how much you could learn about what's actually happening if you understand the language or if you had a pain somewhere on your body. You know, what happens if you don't pay attention to the messages of the universe or your spirit? Things get worse. They get more painful, right? Anybody get whacked over the head by the universe before? I have. So there's this thing where it's like, oh, you're not going to pay attention. Okay, I'm going to put you in bed for a week. You know, and that might be about survival, truly, you know, if that's happened to you. So, um, so it can get um, very deep and very involved on many different levels. But my intention of this uh, podcast or video, whichever you're watching, is to give you an overview of the power of this ancient spirit medicine. And people always ask me, like, what are we going for here? And, and for me, I would be going for, if I were you, a one degree shift in the spirit, in your own spirit, in your being, because a one degree shift in your being toward awareness for yourself, if you were sailing and you sailed 500 miles and you're off a degree or two or three, which is hardly anything if it's at the center, you could miss the island. You won't even see it. It's so radical what can happen that it's just mind blowing. Now I've had a busy practice for, you know, the minute I started acupuncture school in 2002, I started treating long distance because we weren't allowed to needle people right away. And then I've had a busy practice and stuff like that. Now I really just treat long distance because it's so much fun and I really am focused on the academy, but you can set up a private session through the website. You can, I invite you to come to Clubhouse if you're interested in learning more and you really want to deep dive and figure out what's happening for yourself, definitely set up a discovery call with me to see if the academy is right for you and things like that. Okay, so I hope this was fun and helpful uh, and I look forward to seeing you possibly on Clubhouse or in another way. All right, take care. Bye.